Count on me through thick and thin A friendship that will never end When you are weak, I will be strong Helping you to carry on Call on me, I will be there Don't be afraid Please believe me when I say Count on you can count on me. Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, you guys? This is your boy, Marquis. And this is your one and only and your favorite, Taylor. And you're back with the You Stuck With Me podcast. You stuck. You stuck with me. Bay, how you feeling today? You know what? I'm feeling better. Me too. Me too. I I'm think, feeling better. I think it was a song. Yeah. I'm saying, you know, we've been through a lot the last couple of weeks. It's just been just... A lot. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna divulge into that. You know what's funny though? I think there's not a single eighth grader in America who did not sing that song at their graduation. Man, either that or I used to think that I can carry on. No, no, they ain't had go. But I believe I can fly. Exactly. It was either those two songs. <laughs> so we're gonna divulge into this episode or dive into this episode rather and the topic is going to be count on me who can you talk to when you have issues or who can rely on you when they have issues who can i run to when i need love sweet love you know what i actually saw the original group singing that like at a live concert on uh instagram they sounded good didn't they yeah mm-hmm See, not remakes. To take away from escape, but yeah, not to take away from escape, but you know, sometimes the remakes of songs be having people thinking those are the people that made the songs. No, <laughs> agreed. But go ahead and kick this off, pumpkin. So we're gonna dive into this episode. So I've been hearing a lot of uh, people talking about they they don't have anyone they can talk to when they have a serious issue. So that prop me into thinking that Marquise. Who do you go to when you have issues? Who can rely on you to when they have an issue? Because it's a two-way street, at least I feel. If, mm-hmm. if someone's going to be able to confide in you, then you can. You should be able to confide in them unless you know something. You know, you, they have a blabbermouth or something. Well, I feel like if you gotta if you gotta have a second guess of who you talk to, maybe you shouldn't be telling them your business or or telling them your problem. I agree with that. There, there are a select few people you included that I actually do talk to about problems that I have or an issue that I'm having. And because you're my wife, I I really value your opinion. Well, I say you, you value my opinion before we got married. I agree with that. I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. Cause it seemed like ever since we reconnected that one faithful day and got con- uh, closer and connected, i noticed that you started to like open up more with me. Yeah. And quite honestly, it didn't take long for you to gain my trust. And ever since then, you've always had it. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. I'm only saying that. Not that I'm I'm not saying that like I don't believe you, but it's just lately you hear you hear individuals out there like, you know, I got to be guarded. You know, I got to protect my heart and not to bust nobody out because I used to be like that. I wasn't. I mean, to be honest, I wasn't that forthcoming with you. I agree with you that. Had, I had to break down some barriers, but all in all, I'm, I'm glad that I did break break those uh, barriers. 
Yeah, me too, because it definitely made for our communication to be a lot smoother, a lot less, for lack of better words, uh, conflicting. Now, my question is, excuse me, my question is, so who do you talk to about those situations you feel like you can't talk to me about, like if we having problems? I, I go to my married friends, particularly the guys, because the guys that live in my corner who are who are married and I talk to, they tend to tell me what I need to hear and not what I want to hear, which is the pretty much the way I want it. I don't want anyone to lie to me about something and give me misguided advice. Talk to me straight. Yeah. Now, for me, I I mean, I'm openly admitted, I don't have that many married friends. I don't. Now, I've gained more ever since, you know, we've gotten married and... That was going to be my question. That <laughs> was gained, definitely about to be my question. I've gained more since we became married and, you know, you've been bringing me to more into the forefront of your circle and vice versa. I've learned that, you know, there are a lot of young millennial couples out there, you know, for a while. I thought we was like... Almost on an island? Yes. <laughs> like Gilligan's Island. You know? <laughs> so. I can understand why, but... Like you said, as we've taken this step into our married life and we've connected with other married couples, some that we knew beforehand, some that we just recently met, I think that taking those or asking those who are in the same circle or realm of life as you is probably one of the best things you can do when it comes to advice. Yeah. Um, but to to go back to the previous question there, I do have one person that I ask all type of crushes too. And that's my sister. <laughs> my sister, yeah. So she's been married for a while. Matter of fact, she... Five years? Maybe not as long? About give or take five or six years. But she was the first one between both of us to get married. And then also she had kids. She has, she has Godzilla. <laughs> and if you guys follow our social media, you will know who Godzilla, Godzilla is. Godzilla is. That is my heart. She's she could be a little too much to sometimes, you know, ecstatic and energetic. Hence why she's called Godzilla. But I love her anyway. You know, we always we always bounce ideas and advice off each other. And matter of fact, it was um, yesterday I had I was just I just called her and I called her mom, which is also my mom. Because they adopted me. But ooh, that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> And I was just telling them, like, I had, I was concerned about a family member. I was concerned about my aunt. And I just remember asking, asking my sister, like, what, what should I do? So, of course, <laughs> she gave me her way, her, her, I don't want to say sarcastic, but she gave me a little bit of tough love. And you want to know if she's on me? Let the audience know. She said, you're grown. You'll figure it out. That's, that sounds like her. Uh, that, but that's not to say that's not to say she was being insensitive. But that's just our relationship. Sometimes, some sometimes I gotta use some. Even you, I tell you, you gotta tell me like, "Bae, you're overthinking it," or you know, I don't know what to tell you. You usually figure it out. Sometimes that helps. Sometimes that don't. But in that moment, that really, that really helped me, right? Right. So then later on that night, she actually sent me a text and she just basically encouraged me. Like, again, she we our relationship 
<laughs> I can't explain it. You will think you will think it's like a little toxic, mixed in with like a little sarcastic, but it's really not. Marquise can vouch for it. <laughs> it's more but, like uh, sartoxic. Yeah, sartoxic. <laughs> That's the best oh, way. I, I like that. It. I like that name, sartoxic. We might have to get that trademark. Yeah. Facts, big facts. But anyway, <laughs> but she texted me. She was like, "Hey, I know adulting has been hard, but." You've been pretty. You've been doing a pretty damn good job of it, and she said, "Just do do what you know how to do best. You pray about it." You know what? And I I actually agree with her number one and number two. I remember after you got off the phone with her last night, or no, before you got on the phone with her last night, we had that conversation, and we were, you know, you asked me for advice, and I told you that because of the person and the type of character you have, you naturally care. So I would say, and I told you to let somebody else know but because you're doing it out of care concerning care care. and concern but yeah but i had to tell like i really appreciate that you know i don't know how to do anything else but pray but as for this adulting stuff i'm gonna be honest with you adulting is hard uh i'm i told i thank her for thinking that i'm doing a pretty good job of it I feel like I've just been, you know, autopiling this whole thing. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you. Most of us are freestyling adulthood. There's no, there's no manual on how to do it. Which majority of us wish that we did have a manual for that. But more times than not, I'm pretty sure people would ignore it anyway. Baby, I told her I'm just autopiling it. I've been having this mentality. It is what it's gonna be. And also, <laughs> one thing I had to learn, I had to tell myself, I. I do not feel like being superwoman today. And that's how I'm doing this adulting stuff. Sometimes that's the way it's got to be. Sometimes you just got to wing it. Yeah. But back to the topic at hand, because I feel like we're getting a little, you know, mm-hmm. sidetracked. So, yeah. So that's my person who I ask for advice and stuff like that. And then also I have older cousins that I'll talk to. One in particular, he... <laughs> He is a goof, goofball. Shout out to my cousin Red. <laughs> I'm a, I'm gonna be honest with you. Red is funny, but I really like Red. He's funny, but when you ask him for like sound advice, he'll give it to you. Yeah, I agree. And sometimes it shocked me. Like you, such a damn goofball. Like you have, you are full of wisdom, sir. But you're such a damn goofball. But yeah, he's another person. He's another re- um person I go to for um advice. And shout outs to Jennifer too, because she is a big supporter of the podcast. I know she's listening right now. Thank you, Jennifer, for your support. We greatly appreciate it. We hope you're doing you we doing you proud. <laughs> so let me let me let me flip the question for you. You say that you you list who you go to for advice and when you have a situation. Mm-hmm. What about when somebody comes to you? What how do you how do you discern What's the best advice to give them? Is it based on the problem or is it based on how they phrase the question? How do you how do you give out your best advice? That's funny that you asked me that because I have I had a homegirl a while back. We was having a conversation and she was telling me my calling is is being a therapist. I said, sis, what? I don't have the patience for that. She was like, yes, you may think you don't have the patience, but it's your way with words. You know, I agree with that because you do have a way of, take me for example, you have a way of not 
I won't say getting the best of me, but you know how you know what to say when I need to hear it. Mm. So you you have a way, not just as a wife, but as a friend, you have a way of reaching people in a way that it's like, dang, I would have never thought of that, but that's that's good sound advice. And see, the thing about it is, I don't take it well to answer your question. It's kind of hard for me to answer because I answer based on feeling. So I guess it will, I guess it will be towards of how they ask the question, mm-hmm. but I'm the type of person I'll ask straight up before, you know, I dive right in to give advice. Like, oh, if it don't make sense, can I get a little bit more of a background story? Can I get a little more clarification? Because I, me personally, I hate well, I totally dislike, I don't want to say hate. I totally dislike when I ask for advice and I feel like the person is just giving me advice what they feel, what they sound think sounds good. I agree. Does with that, that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So me, I would ask for a little bit background story. And if you don't feel comfortable, okay, so be it. I me, when I give advice, I like to tell in a way that I want what somebody wanted to tell me. So what I mean by that is I expect you to tell me like, hey, you effing up. Okay. But don't, but I won't do it in a way where I'm demeaning you. I'm like, well, okay, look at from this perspective. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I always have the mindset of there's two sides to a coin or two sides to a story. Well, there's actually three sides to a story. There's his side, her side, and, and the, the truth. truth. Right? Right. So that was all that will always be my mindset. I always always think of there's different sides to a story. There's three sides to a story. And also I always give advice based on how I would want somebody to tell me. Okay, so here's another question for you. Do you tailor your answer, no pun intended? <laughs> do you tailor your answer the to who's asking it? What do you mean? So let do you differentiate differentiate your answer from one person to another just because it's it's a different person? So let's say two people ask you the same question. Do you give the same answer to one person as you give to the other, or do you tailor it specifically to them? Uh, okay, so to better understand it, can I ask you this example to see if you this is what you're talking about? Mm-hmm. So like say, um, say. Say a, one of my friends asked me a question about a problem that got going on, right? Right. And you come around and ask me the same question. So are you asking what do I do? I tailor, no pun intended, tailor my answer a different way because you're my husband, right? And that's, that's, exactly that's my, my friend. Question. That's my exactly my question. It depends. Sometimes I do do that. I'm not gonna lie to you. Only because it's just based on my relationship with that person. Mm-hmm. Now, if you come to me and ask me a problem, I know how to approach you because I've been around you. Hell, I'm your wife. I should know some things about you. I know I should know what triggers you, what won't trigger you, what will get to you, and what don't get to you. Mm-hmm. So, in a sense, yes, I do because, again, it's just based on the relationship of that person. Some people don't are not receptive to the straightforward stuff. True. They're not. They'll take it as tough love and be like, oh, you too mean, you too whatever. Or 
some people don't are not receptive to the you know the sweet gentle stuff because they feel like you should code it you you bsing you get what i'm saying yeah so it depends on the person yes it does depend on the person okay i i understand that and i as not just as your husband and as your friend but just somebody who listens to you i firmly do believe that you do give great advice and it's not just me i've heard it from other people who say that so <laughs> i appreciate it but i mean i feel like the experience i mean the advice that i give is based on experience or whatever i've heard i mean truth be told i think that's the only for the most part that's the only way you can give advice is based on experience sorry y'all that was that was my little alarm telling me to take my meds you know i'm still a little old lady <laughs> It's only your iron pill. <laughs> Dang, you just put my business out there like that. Maybe I ain't want them to know I took iron pill. It's fine. I'm o- I'm open book. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, anyway, no, but <laughs> I. But yeah, I I've heard people say that you give great advice. So I mean, I mean, I appreciate it, but I just I don't know. I guess that's just my mindset. I just don't think I give great advice. I think I give sound advice. I'll say that. You know, I read this may sound weird, but I rather receive sound advice than great advice. Mm. And I, I'm exp- why do you say that? I'm explain why. Great advice to great advice is subjective to people. Mm-hmm. Sound advice is more logical, and I tend to think more in the logical. Mm-hmm. So that's how I would. That's how I would want someone to give me advice. Now, if the great advice is how can I put it? If the great advice is better than the logical, then I'll gladly take the great advice. And me personally, as far as who I talk to about when I have issues, then, I mean, I talk, of course, I talk to my parents. Of course, I go to you. I go to, and it also depends on the scenario. Like, if it's a marriage issue or a marriage question, I go to someone who's married. If it's not, then it's, I still go to someone who's married, but it'd be it would be someone I like really trust. Mm-hmm. Like, and as far as when people come to me for advice, in some ways, I like to really I really try to give them the logical, but I also don't give them what they want to hear because if I, I give them what they want to hear, I feel like one, I'm doing them a disservice, mm-hmm. and two, I wouldn't be a good friend or you know whatever relationship we have to so a friend, husband, son, brother. I don't want to. I don't. I never want to give anybody any bad advice because let's say I give them bad advice, they take it and it ends out going against them. Then I'm like, then they come back looking at me like that's the last time I get take advice from you. Now, one thing. Now, to give us something else to think about, one thing that I've noticed since we've been married, or just me and well, me personally since being in a serious relationship. When it comes to asking advice, I have to categorize who I ask. Can you elaborate? So, like, if I have a question about marriage, I'm not about to go to my single friends. Makes sense. <laughs> you know? And it's, it's not even trying to be funny, but it's it just makes sense. It's not trying to be funny. I'm not about to go to my single friends unless I know that they've been married before or, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. something like that. Or also, I found out, I also noticed, too, when hanging with my single friends, I feel like sometimes I feel like I have a different mindset now. Well, we, we were told before we got married that there would be situations like that. What you initially thought about a certain situation 
it would probably change more than likely after you got married. And the same has happened for me. Some things that I used to look at in a single lens, I can't look at it as a single lens because I'm not single. I'm married. So now I'm looking through things through a marriage. Yeah. Marriage. And that's one thing I feel like I kind of struggle. I told, and I've told you about this. I feel like I kind of struggle a little bit when, you know, our single friends ask us certain questions because I got to remember. You, but you give them the, a married answer. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm going to tend to give you a married answer. And I've been at the dating pool for so long, you know, <laughs> it's hard. It really is hard. Mm -hmm. So, that's one thing I'm still navigating within myself when when our single friends ask us certain questions because I'm like, okay. You can't always give them a married answer because they won't always, understand it. Right. I can't always give them a married answer because I don't want to come up. It's like I'm pushing marriage. I'm pushing that you need to be with one person. No, that's not my intent. I'm a person that I feel like you live in your purpose. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. And it's crazy because I'm in a season now where I'm still discovering my purpose but that's another topic for another episode see when it comes to giving advice to first of all i gotta always remember remind myself like okay this person is not where you are but you gotta talk to them like you, you don't want to give them like married marquees you want to just give them marquees so when someone comes to me with an issue i'm like okay i'm gonna give you the logical answer try to break it down for you. I'm going to try to give it to a way that you can easily understand it. And that comes from knowing who you're talking to and mm -hmm. who the question is coming from, that relationship that you have built with that person. Yeah. So when you have that relationship, you're like, okay, I know I can talk to this person like this, but I can't do it with this person. Yeah. Or I can talk to this person like this, or I can talk to them a certain way like this. I can't take it too far, but just enough of them to grasp the concept of what they need to know. To get know. that point across. Exactly. But I will say this, though. I'm thankful because we forgot to mention, we almost forgot to mention another resource we go to for marriage advice. Miss Linda and Jerry. Shout out to Miss Linda and Jerry. Yes. Hopefully we have them <laughs> as guests on the podcast very soon. Yes. They have been a God sent, literal God sent resource. <laughs> yes, because we've had questions. We had questions. We had concerns. Now, <laughs> those would be the two that would get us straight. Yeah, because they'll be like, okay, look, this is what you got to do. You can't do this. You, it's best if you do that, but never do this. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. But um, I will say that that's, that's definitely something I'm still navigating through, giving advice to, like, my single friends. Now, if they ask me a question about marriage life, I'll tell them straight up, like, look, this is what I know so far, but we still got years and years of marriage to, to continue on. Yes, because we haven't even hit the one year yet. So, But uh, it's coming up. It's coming it's up. It's coming up. But we, we are still newlyweds. And this is why when people ask us about marriage life, and correct me if I'm wrong, we tell people, at least I tell them, like, I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm only eight months in. Look, I tell them I take that ish to the wind and just I go in the direction the wind blows me into. <laughs> but no, I honestly tell them I'm still navigating through it. We all and this we all are. And this is why we tell people like we're not marriage counselors. We don't have all we, we are don't not, have it all together. We are not marriage counselors and we are not relationship goals, cause baby. Man, the first time somebody said that we're relationship goals, I was like, uh I said thank you, but 
I want y'all to be better than us. I want you. I want y'all to be in a relationship that is tailored to you. No pun intended. At all. <laughs> and I'd be, I'd be the first to tell, like, look, the Marquise and Taylor that you see now. We're not Marquise and Taylor, Taylor five, five years, years ago. ago. <laughs> we had a lot of growing. We had a lot of pains. Growing pains, adjustments. Conversations. Tough conversations. The entire nine yards, man. And that's not even half of it. So what people see on, you know, on the outside in house, we're the same, but we still have our issues. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure that some days I get still going on Marquis nerves. And likewise, <laughs> she tells me multiple times on the daily, y'all. multiple times on the daily. I tell him he get on my whole nervous system. <laughs> she was the first person to ever tell me that. She was like the first person that ever said nervous system. I was like, okay, that's a different type of nerve. Mm-hmm. And then my favorite, and this is your favorite too, I give my Southern accent voice. I'm like, I can't stand your black ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, she would be serious with that, but she'll say that and I start laughing and she'll be mad that I start laughing. I'm like, you know that makes me laugh, so why did you even do it? And low key when Marquise get mad sometimes, it'd be cute. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, and likewise for her because he like a little taller when he get mad sometimes. <laughs> you know what? I can't, I can't even say nothing about that. Uh, it's we, cute to her, but I'm it's, he be mad as he be mad as hell. <laughs> he be mad as hell, but it's just when it's just with his nose and and everything. Cause I'm so used to joking, Marquise. But when he be mad, uh, oh, t- side note: this how I know he really be mad at me. He calls me by my first name. You call me by my first name too, Matt Packett. A couple of times you even added my middle name. Mm-hmm. But the only I'm gonna say this: the only one time that you added my middle name and you weren't mad was in the middle of your vows. Mm-hmm. Cause I was I was serious about them bows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But so, they, so you want to tell them where they can find us at? You guys can find us on Instagram. You can find me at m one n e underscore one. Mine that's m one n e underscore one. And you can find us at the You Stuck with Me podcast. U s t u c k w i t m e underscore podcast. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter. That is Queen Points. That is P-O number one N-T-Z. Again, that is Queen Points. P-O number one N-T-Z. And, Bay, you want to tell them where they can reach us out if they want to have any advice or send us any sticky notes? You can send us sticky notes at youstuckwithme at gmail.com. That is U-S-T-U-C-K-W-I-T-M-E at gmail.com. And you can also go to our Facebook page. Leave us a sticky note there. And you stuck with me and we will find them and we will read them, give you some advice the best way we know how. And always, if you like what you hear, please, please rate and subscribe. And don't forget to review too, because we love to read the reviews. We love the reviews. So beautiful. At the end of this episode, what's the last thing that you feel like you need to say? If you, if someone approaches you with advice, and they, it doesn't matter if they like a friend, a close friend, a relative, a sibling. I would say, remember these things. Listen intently. Mm-hmm. Speak from the heart. That's huge. Speak from the heart. And don't worry about what you say. If you speak from experience, speak from their experience. Because you never know. That may help somebody.
I agree with that. For me, I would say use your best judgment. Of course, like you said, speak from the heart, speak from the experience. And I'm going to add something to it. Speak out of love. Mm. Speak out of love. Mm -hmm. Because that's what everyone needs in some form of fashion. Love. And that's what we need today, too. So on that note, you guys, we're going to call this episode. We appreciate you guys for listening. And we can't wait to see you on the next episode. Hey, come back. You stuck with us. You stuck. You stuck with us. Peace out, beautiful people. Peace.